0: Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a podcast on all things playful and joyous. The Well Played group is made up of educators passionate about making learning immersive and fun. Today we have with me uh, Nick Basquell. Nick is going to give a brief introduction of himself. Uh, So why don't you go take that away, Nick? Thanks, Michael.
1: Um, Right now I teach a grade 4 or 5 class in Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, this is my 12th year teaching. I've got my uh, Bachelor of Ed and my Master's of Ed uh, in curriculum design uh, through technology. So we try and get a nice few tech items into the class and the games as we go. Um, I've got two little girls at home. One's turning five and turning three. So starting school next year for them. And uh, a couple of big dogs and a few cats kicking around. So hopefully uh, they'll be quiet in the background for us tonight.
0: <laughs> nice. I love it. So, Nick, um, today, today, Nick and I are going to be jamming out about adding add-ons to your gamified lesson unit or course. Uh, I'm really excited about this because once you, like, right, Nick, like once you start gamifying, and Nick and I both gamify, so I hope that doesn't scare any of you listeners away, but... uh, we we really love that there's this, like, big game running in the background, kind of always present. Um, and once once you start to amp up your game, once you get out of that lesson sort of game or even the unit sort of game, you start to realize, like, man, there's so much you can kind of add to your game, these these little add-ons. So, uh, Nick, why don't, you, why don't you share one of the add-ons that you've built into your game?
1: Well, one of the, the biggest ones that we've done is we have Currency. And so we started off with our game uh, three, four years ago getting started. And then as it got rolling, some of the kids said, hey, you know, there are different things that we could do in the classroom. Why don't we make jobs? And so a natural spinoff from the jobs was, well, if you do a job, let's pay you. And so we started to 3D print our currency. And so the kids had a hand in the design of it and we printed them out and so we have little silver pieces so as kids do their jobs they can get paid for it every week and uh, other kids who are just working around the room can can earn silver and different challenges or things like that and it lets them buy things from from the store and so it, it adds to the game and and it really just kind of took off and it spun off a whole bunch of other things from there. But. The the currency idea was was big for the kids and and they they love it and they they like the chance to earn it, to win it, and even to share it back and forth, and so it it took on a life of its own and is always evolving, and that's one of the things I love about these add-ons is when they come out, they don't just kind of come out and stick and they're done, they can come out and they can evolve and change as your game evolves and change.
0: Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what I've experienced in my game like as you build out your game, you you come up with new ideas, your students come up with new ideas and, and your game for lack of a better word, like your game's kind of always in flux a little bit, but but I mean that in the most like respectful sort of way to our game and to our processes that like it it can change and that's okay and like we we talk about that a lot in this community that like it doesn't have to be just set like you, you no. don't have to like map this out and have it all right
1: I like think of it um, like thinking of it as being fluid you know so if you think of it as a river or a stream you know it's always flowing it's always going somewhere and if things happen if you know rocks get thrown in the way that you're still able to go around them you know it doesn't bring everything to a screeching halt and so being fluid and flexible means that your game can survive changes and difficulties and successes and still be great and, and keep going
0: yeah I mean I love it I've actually been fortunate enough to see the sort of currency that Nick's talking about. Maybe it's changed over over time, but uh, Nick happened to come to USM Spark, was that last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Two yeah. years ago, wow. So maybe that currency has changed, but um, he had these really cool coins that he kind of printed out, and I really loved the sort of mashup of you know some of your games digital some of your games tactile and and obviously this currency is a tactile component it
1: is and it's something that allows uh, everybody to get their their hands on it and so we had a few kids who started with a design from a couple years ago but now everybody who's in the game knows what it is knows how to go and get it and uh, we've even used it within other building challenges so We did a building challenge where they were using hot glue sticks, uh, hot glue guns, and uh, popsicle sticks, gluing things together, and we put a price on materials. So you start off with your glue stick, but if you wanted more, it's going to cost you three silver. And so the kids who had saved up some money were able to go out and buy these extra materials to help in their building challenge, and the other ones just kind of had to make do or to barter. With the others, say, "Hey, listen, you know, I'm getting paid on Friday. Can you can
0: you float me a until then?" <laughs> I love it. Did the kids uh, charge a little interest, or were they just good Samaritans?
1: Uh, there were a couple that were good Samaritans, and then there were the couple that were the hard no, say, so, "Nope, listen, this is my money, and we saved it, so you're out of luck."
0: Wow, um, so, I love it. I, but I mean, like, that's good that the the game itself allows that kind of flexibility. And this, you know, for the listeners out there or the new new viewers out there um you know i just want to point out like this is a classic example right here of nick giving students more choice in the class more choice within the game uh sometimes in my book and sometimes in gamification realms we call that agency for the player right like giving them true choice And, and sometimes like when you're new to gamification like when you hear that choice word you think of like projects, like you can give a speech or you can do like a paper. And like while that is a choice, obviously, you know what what we game game designers are talking about is something like this stuff, this in-game choice, this these little level ups
1: and and things like you talk about about agency is that it's going to provide. Feedback and it's going to provide buy-in like these kids are, are in it. They're motivated They like you say just engagement between the groups as they're working this little Gameplay within the game is a lot of fun for them and, and it makes them really strategize and think okay, what do I need for the next one? so I may have gotten surprised and I wasn't ready this time but next time I'm gonna have a few coins squirreled away just in case, because I remember he said last time it's three. Maybe it's gonna be the same. Maybe it's not. And, and and so they're always thinking about those kind of things. It's not just a one and done kind of deal.
0: I love that. I love that like squirreling away, you know. And and you know when you think about that, like when you play a board game or like a video game, you know, the, oftentimes you do that. You don't go down to like zero dollars because yeah. you you never know what the game's gonna throw at you. So you kind of always have this little cachet to like use if you need it
1: the funniest one i've got one student so we've got um, having the money started a new job which was a bank and so we have bankers who will look after all, all the coins for the kids so they don't have to keep it on them and one kid doesn't trust the bank <laughs> and so he's got his all squirreled away with him and he carries it around with him all day because he, he doesn't he doesn't trust the, the bankers and so he's like no way i'm not leaving my money with you I'm I love gonna it. keep it with me
0: I love it. I love kind of the, the real-world nature of that, that there are just some people that don't trust the bank. And it's all under the mattress. It's all under the mattress. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And I maybe that kind of brings us into another thing. I know it's not quite about add-ons, but true for any add-on you have in the game, any physical token you have, uh, what happens in your game if a kid says, hey, you know, I swear I had five coins yesterday. I don't have those coins now. My mom washed my pants or whatever. What what's your line? What do you say?
1: Normally, we give you the benefit of the debt the first time, you know, so, so they come in and if something happened to these things, they say, okay, you know, we can deal with that, you know, as long as it's, like you said, five coins, not 50 coins. Um, but then, you know, <laughs> if it's happened two times or three times, they say, well, listen, sorry, you, you've got to go deal with your mom now because that, that's where that point's going to happen.
0: That's the you. first
1: yeah the first time we said, okay, understand that, but after that, no, no, you, you had your freebie and now now you've got to be that responsible kid again here.
0: So I gotta say you're all around a nicer human being than me, I guess. <laughs> uh, I love how the game for me allows I teach sixth grade for those of you that are new to the show. Um, I teach sixth grade and I just love that this allows me sort of in an un sort of graded space. To give sort of natural consequences like hey yep. you know if this was so important if you're telling me that this is the most important thing in your world and you're crushed like then then why did you like leave it in your pant pocket like why did yep. you leave it in the science room like you should you should have got it but hey what i always i mean again i teach 11 year olds so what i try to like help them out on is like i'm like just next time you do a quest you know and i'm like are you searching for anything are you like wanting something just let me know like i'll i mean like i can make sure that kind of ends up back in your stack but you are going to have to re-earn it
1: that's right Um, the kids aren't nearly as forgiving so they've kind of come to the understanding that if you have tokens and you leave them lying around that it is kind of fair game for the next person to come along and grab them so if you're careless with your money careless with whatever tokens you have then the kids are, are way more cutthroat about saying hey there are a couple silver kicking around on the floor right there I think I'll pick those up myself here I go
0: Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> That's it. I love it. Uh, so I'm trying to think of like other add-ons. So you you sort of opened it up with currency, meaning sort of the technical definition of currency. But uh, it made me kind of excited to think about like I love currencies. Like I have several of them in my game. And, and it really works with this topic of add-on. So, you know, an add-on is like something you can collect – Uh, well no I shouldn't say an item a currency is something that you can collect over time um, and then use that in various ways so you know obviously money is one of them one of the other ones I have is I started to have these like more powerful items they were actually quote-unquote buildings Um, they still looked like an item I mean they were still like a little card that they got but the buildings kind of did bigger and cooler things because it's not an item it's a building. and so then I thought, well, let's invent this other currency, and that's tools. And tools allow you to upgrade. So all my buildings have right. kind of a level one, level two, level three. Um, but once you get the level one, if you have tools, you can. That's how you upgrade to level two, level three. Um, but you have to first earn the like first physical building. Like that one can't be built by tools. You have to like earn that one. Then the rest can be upgraded.
1: Nice. Right. We have. Um we have a few things but we we haven't gone with the tools but i like that idea and i'll i'm going to take that idea from you tonight so thank (laughs) you for that um we've got some some weapon and armor upgrades and so um We do boss battles every now and then and so with the bosses if you answer a question correctly you attack the boss If you're wrong the boss attacks you And so if you do a few of these extra quests and challenges Or if you've earned your way with enough silver that you can buy some things from the store You could buy yourself a new piece of armor or a new helmet shield or sword and that will help you out in those boss battles
0: My mind is like super excited like i want school to be right now so i can like implement <laughs> some of that i love because i have health in my game so yeah. they're they're like these i stole it like from zelda like they start with three hearts throughout the game they can gain more hearts in a boss battle like you're describing their hearts kind of get knocked down uh, but I, I could see an easy item like a shield that takes your first hit you know
1: yeah and if you want to get the math involved so i've um we had one today and the girl had a suit of armor that deflected 40% of the damage. And so now you've got to figure out, okay, well, what's 40% of 30? And then you've got to do a little bit of math as we're going through this stuff too. So, you know, it's, it's an add on, but it's that curricular outcome too. So it's nice that those things can fit in together.
0: That's nice. That's yeah, real nice. So you can kind of see, you know, those that are listening to this, that like, this becomes way more feature-rich when we st- start to have these add-ons, right? And again, embedded in all of that is agency. We're giving our kids more choice. Like, Nick talked about, like, do I want to, like, upgrade my helmet, my shield, my, you know, my just general plated armor? And I'm sure in his game, all of those have either different percentages or maybe a different additional bonus that goes with it, you know, that they get to do something else with the hat versus the, the armor. Um,
1: they, they do, and... Uh, it gives it gives those kids who are really interested that that choice to come in and do it. So today I had two kids in at lunchtime who were doing a side quest, and they they go with this boss battle side quest, and if they're victorious, they come out with a fire tiger, and so it it's uh, an animal companion who will help them out in the game. So it kind of like equipment, but it will help protect them in the next battle kind of thing. So but these you know these girls came up their lunchtime. Cause they were really into it and they, they wanted this challenge and they wanted to uh, come out and win this
0: thing. I love it. This is awesome. Um, so you kind of just right there brought up kind of another add on, uh, and one of my favorites, we've had this topic before we will have this topic a million more times cause it is my favorite. And that is just, just items in general, like that they can earn these sort of items. Uh, and my students love the items and I, I just love the items because there are so many you can create. I mean, like, it is endless. But at the same time, I do remember being you who are just, not you, Nick, but, like, you, the listener, who's just starting out. And I, like, made a Google Doc. And I made, like, a list of, like, ten items I could think of. And, like, my, my head had hit the wall. I couldn't think of anything else. It was, like, bathroom pass, late homework pass, you know, a little extra XP on a particular, you know, assignment. But then I was like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't know what else to do." <laughs> but yeah. like, once you start the game, right, Nick? Like, the, I don't know. Like the connections start to grow. You add a new piece, like you said, boss battles. Once you add some sort of activity, boom! One of the most, ten oh, more yeah. items can go on that.
1: Well, one of the most interesting things is after you, you know, the looking back so as i look back at that first year of gamification and what my cards looked like what my abilities and add-ons looked like then and the evolution of them so my first power cards had the same picture on the front for every single card and on the back it just had um, a write-up of what it was and i think like you said i had about 15 to start and for that first year there were 15 now i think we're at sixty or seventy different
0: that Awesome. Periods. I mean like I don't know how one cannot be listening to this right oh. now and just be like, as a kid, like now picture being a kid and I, by yeah. kid again, I don't even care if you're talking about like twelfth grader. Like you're still talking about like sixty to seventy choices that I get to personalize my experience in your class.
1: Definitely. Yep. And and some of them come in the, in the natural course of the game and other ones you get to choose and say, Yep, I want this extra thing and I'm I'm going for it today and, you know, you really get the buy-in because all, all those things are, again, tied to curriculum, which makes everybody happy, which is really nice. And the kids are all for it, you know. You've got kids rushing up to get in, get into this room and, and spend their lunchtime showing you what they know so that they can get this extra little piece for the game.
0: That is nice when, like, the game, I mean, it's like a, it's a win-win, right? I mean, like, you're hitting the kind of the curricular goals you want. But at the same time, you're also hitting sort of the, the lifestyle goal you want for your students and yourself. You want to have fun yep. when you do it.
1: Definitely. And and you can see that in the kids. Like, they, they are excited, they're they're nervous, and they're just all over the place. And, and it's great. And they, they talk about it. They're laughing while they're doing it. Um, win, lose, or draw, they're, they're having a great time, which, you know, brings them back. You know, mm-hmm. it makes them want to come to your classroom, you know i doubt that you have very much uh, attendance troubles with your kids in your class because they want to be there you've got cool things going on you know yeah and same with me like kids want to come want to come to school every day and and that's awesome
0: kids are kids are definitely bummed out when they miss you know like i've had several times where kids have skyped in or facetimed into class uh like when they're either sick or when they're on vacation and it's like, wow, but I'm gonna be at my grandma's house and it'll work, I can totally Skype it. And then I always give them a hard time. I'm like, are you Skyping into any of your other classes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you can make it to mine, you should be able to make it to others. But I mean, again, it just, it just speaks to that, like drive and excitement. They want to be part of that experience. Yeah. Um, and part of that experience is the game, right? Like curricular wise, like our classes aren't that different. Game wise, is where that's the, dif- right. the difference lies, yeah. and and even excited if you happen to be in a school where multiple teachers gamify, even within the, those games, they're difference, right? Like yeah, definitely. So, even that's exciting. Oh
1: yeah, like you you can't have one game that's going to work for everybody because you as the teacher, the game master, are going to facilitate it differently, and so you don't have to worry that my game doesn't look like your game or that the flow is a little bit different here or there. Yours works for your kids, mine works for my kids, and and that's perfect, and off we go.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, you know, back to this, like, notion of add-ons. We got some currency, like the traditional currency. We got some different currencies, like I I gave the example of the tools that you can kind of collect and then spend to upgrade your buildings. Uh, And we sort of started to talk a little bit about items as sort of another add-on but we I mean we can circle back to the items but one of the things I really wanted to sort of connect the dots a little bit for the listener is one of the things one of the reasons Nick and I chose the topic add-ons is because it does just that it is like it sort of floats above your game and but it's what really brings the entire thing to life
1: yeah. and you, you can kind of think of it as like a, a cable or a satellite subscription you know you, you start off with your base package and then from there you add on your specialty channels and the things you're really interested in and now you've got your whole lineup of everything that you're looking for and your game can kind of evolve that way too when you start your game you've got your main platform your main ideas but then as you start saying oh well this is really neat and this is really neat and then you start adding on those other little pieces now you fully develop your idea and
0: what you're looking for. I like that. So sort of like our normal school our normal content our normal class that's like the over the air television. There's a lot of good in there. Yep. I mean, there's lots of people that cut cable. In fact, I have cut cable a <laughs> long time ago. Uh, but then you're like, well, what? what am I going to add back in? So like, you know, you get the Netflix subscription, you get the, you know, different cable packages if you happen to be going cable. I like that. So that's like, that's like, what these add-ons do to our game you know and if you're sitting there thinking i'm just starting out gamifying i'm not quite there yet you know still listen through this because because you will get there like Definitely. it's yep. and it's not long i mean even nick started his first year with like you said 15 items yeah i think of that first year right right out of the gate you started too with the currency right we did yeah so and, i mean and we didn't do we didn't do nearly as much as we did now
1: um the currency can can get you a lot more things now and and can do different things but we did start off that first year with it
0: well Um, of course you went from 15 items to 60 70 of course currency is going to play a larger role
1: yeah definitely and you know with with summertime kind of around the corner that's a a great time to to start thinking about what you're going to do i did the the biggest chunk of my items over the summer, you know, and I hit a roll of about three three nights in a row and I just was just boom. loving it and just kicking through you know, we started at eight at night and all of a sudden I was like, wow, it's midnight <laughs> how did that happen, but I tore through a whole bunch of new items new cards and I had a great time writing up descriptions for everything, so, you know you can get on that roll, you can get in that flow and all of a sudden your creativity is just flying and you've got tons of ideas.
0: I love it yeah um, it's amazing, like how much you can get done in a short period of time. Uh, but the but the thing is it's it's hard to dedicate that in the like normal flow of the school year. So summer's a great one. Vacation's a great one. and if you can spare it like a back to back sort of either like night and then like your prep period the next day or like, you know, two nights in a row or whatever, because just a couple hours of intentionality and your game will easily have these kind of add-ons.
1: Definitely. Yep, absolutely. And you don't need to be um, a master at any kind of major technology to make these things work. Um, you know, a little Google Docs and a little Google Drawings goes a long way and grabbing sure some, uh, some great artwork. You know, I know you love DeviantArt as a place to go for some, some images. Um, yeah, so there's... I love looking through Google images and just finding things for my theme and, and seeing how they fit. There's beautiful artwork out there.
0: Yeah, those two are just great sites to check out for uh, like game related art and on Deviant Art, I mean there's a wide breadth of art on Deviant Art. But if you sort of gain, like search for like specific things like medieval castles or whatever, you start to get these like threads of like game artists that like then once you get one of those, you start to look into their portfolio and their portfolio starts to link you to like another portfolio. And you can all of a sudden get all sorts of art uh, for, for your items, for your badges, whatnot. And it's a wonderful community of artists that if you contact them too, they... 100% of the ones I've asked have said, no problem, use it.
1: Yep, yeah, same. And uh, sometimes they, they're curious about what, what you're doing, and you get to talk to them about it as well. And, and so that's always a good conversation.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's there's good people out there. Yeah. Um, so another kind of add-on that I wanted to say, well, I, sorry, before we go to that add-on, I'm sure somebody else thought this question I meant to ask you earlier. In your game... Is there another way to earn currency other than have a job?
1: Yes. If you are doing your thing, you know, you're doing your work when it's time, um, There's there are people called the King's Guard who can reward workers in the class. And so they can either give them, like, a health token or uh, a mana token or they can give them this silver or I can uh, just kind of walk around and drop it to the kids who are working because we don't want to limit uh, anybody within the game Uh, from getting those things. And I don't have enough jobs to facilitate 26 kids. So they can still earn their currency without the job.
0: All right. That's cool. I just knew that would be somebody's question out there. Yeah. All right. So the other thing I wanted to just say about add-on is, is there one that, like, you think someone should start with? I mean, if they truly have nothing, if they just... Are starting a game from scratch, and they maybe have a theme. You know what? What's an add-on that you'd kind of start with that you think just makes sense either for the beginner game of fire or their students?
1: Um, I think anything related to the look of your character. And so, if you talk about uh, being able to have a different kind of clothing or a different kind of armor or things like that that can separate your character from another one. That's a that's a pretty easy way to go because no matter what theme you're going to choose, I think that you can find a clothing or equipment add-on uh, to do something for your player in the game.
0: I like it. I mean, that's a good that's a good tip. Um, I think for me, oh man, that's like hard. <laughs> like I want to say items because I absolutely love items. Yeah, but. I don't know if that's the necessarily like first place to start. You could actually have a whole year-long game without items. So, um, I think some sort of currency, though. I think maybe this is my own gamer personality. I like that idea of collecting something, and then the same at the same point, deciding when to spend that. Whether it's tools, like the way I describe them, like ooh, is is it worth building that building, or like do yeah. I want to save up to get the bigger, bigger building? Or like just the standard gold is kind of still an interesting premise.
1: Uh, I like your point about the player needing to decide, is this worth it? You know, not everything is is the same price. You know, you have to really say, okay, yes, I'm going for this one, or I'm going to play my cards differently, but they do have to have a strategy to it um, as they go into the game. And I think that's an important piece, and and I like that. Um, that idea that not everything is the same and so that you do need to figure out, okay, can I stretch my money? You know, Is this something I can team up with somebody for mm-hmm. a common goal or is this something that I'm, I'm on my own and I'm going to do it this way?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's fun. I like some board games that do that too. Some of my favorite board games, like you, when you spend the money, like the money is the points at the end of the game. So it's like every time you buy something in the game to help you out, You are literally like going down in your score, you know, and it's like, uh, but like if you don't buy enough stuff, then you're in the end, not going to score enough points. So it's like this like cost benefit analysis the whole time. And I just love that tension that that can come from that. So that would be my suggestion. Go with some sort of currency, gold or otherwise. Uh, I can't believe it though. We are like at reflection time. It was fast. I know, right? It's just boom. Uh, so tonight we have a uh, quote. It, it's kind of an interesting one given what we're talking about here. Uh, so I'll read it to you, Nick, and however it hits you, just just answer it. Uh, if you want a minute to think about it, I'd be happy to answer it first. But you just let me know. Uh, you ready? Ready. Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches. How does that strike you?
1: Tell me one more time. Let let me hear one more.
0: Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches. I
1: like it. Um, You know, when you you look at what we talked about with the the add-ons and the currency and the agency you've got students who are making deliberate choices you know you've got these kids who are are really mindful of what it is that they're doing and planning for and it's through that thought and through that planning that they're either going to come up with something that's going to be helpful for them or through poor planning and they're going to find themselves without it and um so i kind of like it that way what about you what are you thinking with that
0: uh well i like it Kind of like in relation to tonight's talk, right? We're talking about all sorts of like giving kids the the tools, the the armor, the the, the gold, the silver. Um, I think sometimes the outside perspective of gamification can can be like it's all extrinsic rewards and nothing internal, and I think that that's such a like brief look at gamification that's clearly like somebody had to write a report about gamification they like interviewed one person they looked at it and they said wow it's a lot of extrinsic rewards i love this quote because it's talking about that thought is the only power that produces tangible riches uh i think that sort of encapsulates the gamified classroom in that what we're asking everyone to do is go on some like usually like challenge some sort of growth some sort of moment where they had to like apply real deal like thought and yes in our game it produces some in game rewards that hold no outside value so I guess I say it's not the same as like producing it's not the same as just extrinsic rewards it is it is the same intrinsic value as the football player scoring a touchdown like that's not extrinsic reward that he scored seven points or you know like it's that's just the game and he's doing it for the love of the game for the for the teamwork for the camaraderie you know for the challenge for the physical challenge and a lot of our gamified games in our classroom are about thought you know and yes that produces some in-game rewards but that's a far cry from being just straight extrinsic
1: yeah definitely um i think that if you you have that quick flyby that you're right that people can't get cut up in in badges and points and things like that without really realizing what those things mean to the kids and how they take them and how they they really see themselves in the game as their character and and wanting wanting to do well and wanting to show you know what they know what they can do and that that's a big piece of, of any game you know showing what you can do getting out there and making it work making it happen
0: agreed well nick Thank you so much for joining us. Nick's Twitter handle is at MrBaskwell. That's M-R-B-A-S-K-W-I-L-L. Give this guy a follow. Uh, He's been uh, part of my PLN for a great long time, and I'm super excited to have him on Well Played this week. I'm
1: thrilled to be here. Thanks, Michael. Um, I I love it, and I love talking about the gamification, and you know my my growth in it, and all the things I've learned from you, and and it's been a blast. So I'm I'm honored to be here tonight.
0: It goes fast though, man. Like, oof. <sighs> it does. It does, right? Well, uh, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been super fun. Don't forget to check out explorelikeapirate.com for all sorts of other vlogs, blogs, podcasts. Uh, also, subscribe to my new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matera. That has all sorts of cool stuff there. Also, kind of like a little, like, if anybody wants to be crazy and join me in this, next week, uh, which I guess I should give the date to that. When's, when's Monday next week? Oh, I'm a terrible human being. I should have had this ready. Sorry, people.
1: 23rd?
0: third. Twenty third. So on April twenty third, twenty eighteen, uh, going to Friday the twenty seventh. I'm gonna do my second five for five challenge. So that is you choose what you want to do: cook five new meals, write five blog posts, you know, go for five days worth of exercise, whatever. But you're gonna try to do five five days in a row of that like micro goal. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose something and do it, but uh, I'll probably log about it on my YouTube channel. Whatever my five for five is that week, if you want to be a part of that, just do the hashtag five four five. That's you spell out the word five, then you write the number four, spell out the word five. Uh, include me in that. Put at Mr. Matera. I'd love to have others of you join the five for five challenge starting next week, the 23rd. As always, thanks for listening. It's an honor having you listen, learn, and play with us each week. Enjoy. Take care.